Here's what happened this morning with Stacey and Clayton. 96.3 Cruise FM. Great hits and the best rock ever. That's the Bare Naked Ladies. We are Stacy and Clayton. Speaking of old apartments, downtown Saskatoon. Uh, <laughs> Am I right? Um, downtown Arena Talk. Let's just get into it, shall we? The two locations. Everyone's talking about the photos. Well, the two locations came like last week, which mm-hmm. was super exciting because finally we had those narrowed down. And now we can actually see exactly. what it would look like. We have some artist renderings. You can check them out on the cruise Facebook page if you want. Um, I know everyone was a big fan of the Midtown option. Like the Midtown parking lot option. But I think after the artist renderings, I think some people are starting to change teams a little bit. I think some people are starting to go to the city yards after seeing the the pictures. Visually, the arena looks better in the yards location just Mm -hmm. because of the layout. Mm -hmm. But when it comes down to the nitty gritty, the Midtown Plaza location is, I think, more cost effective. Important to note here, those are just drawings. Yeah, it's that's not the other it's thing. People actually have going to be like way ahead of themselves. Exactly right. And again, like you said earlier, this is still way down the road. Oh my God, this we is, are in 2022. This arena probably won't be here until 2030. This is a decade kind of thing, right? Big time. It's not like it's going to happen next year. This is this is way down the road. There's lots of time to build so stuff around it, transit, but they haven't actually been approved. Like, the arena has not been approved It's all speculation. Yet. We're Again, still in the planning stages. I still think it's not going to happen. You don't think it's going to happen? I know. I think it's going to happen, and I think everybody needs to calm their you-know-whats about this whole situation. I don't know what, actually. Can you enlighten us? Tits. Oh, okay. Um, basically, big cities, bigger cities, cities that need to grow and become prosperous, mm-hmm thrive on these kind of things Mm -hmm. downtown entertainment districts and they need to be in the downtown to survive but what about the parking the parking (laughs) jeez louise (laughs) is gonna be addressed they are um going to probably i think someone had mentioned like build parkades around the area Mm -hmm. older buildings that maybe need to come down maybe there'll be underground parking the transit's going to be improved this is a big project as much as i'm on team like hey who cares about the parking yeah i know 10 years from now once i'm going to a show there is something i'm going to be like wow they were right there is no parking around here this sucks (laughs) we're all going to be mad about it but then early on we're like whatever it's not that big of a deal i have a feeling it might be a big deal We'll see. When it comes down to Let's it. Let's talk in, in uh, eight years. <laughs> the internet completely abuzz with the uh, mock-ups of the potential Arena District sites and venues. I think they look great. I like the looks of them. Nothing too crazy. They look like an arena. And I don't know if it's going to say Saskatchewan Event Center on the roof. No, like I hope in the pictures, Because that's kind of weird. I hope not. I guess then if you're in a plane, you can be like, oh, look, it's the Saskatchewan Event Center. We're good. Whatever. We don't need that part of it. Um, But I have to say, based on sharing the, I think it was a Global News article on the cruise Facebook page, I feel like 99% of the people are against this arena. Feels like it. It feels like it. Here's the thing. The internet isn't real life. And I think we have to remember that. Yes. The internet, especially people in the comment section, very small minority of what people actually think. That being yes. said, sometimes it's spot on. It's just you never really know with the internet, right? Well, and I... Could be bots, could be fake people. It's just... I also, the internet's a wild place, Stacey. It is a very wild place. I also would like to just make a note that in a lot of situations, people that comment 
on things on the internet may not know all the facts. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying here. Yeah. I don't know all the facts about no this downtown knows arena. All the facts. I've, we've talked about the parking. I don't know exactly how they're going to you know, work on the parking situation, but it is being thought of. It's just nice to talk about. It's, it's a fun thing to talk about because exciting. our little old city might be getting a downtown arena. As someone said, Don Atchison's downtown dome, kind of coming true. Little bit. Kind of coming true. Not over the whole downtown, but hey. Yeah. It's still a dome in downtown. We talk about it a lot, so it needs a theme song. Yes. Like, right? We give rider players theme songs because we talk about the riders a lot. We do love theme we songs. We need to just give more things theme songs. More yes. things just need theme songs in general. Chris Who doesn't Confused like a nice has jingle, a good theme right? Song. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the downtown arena talk theme song. Are you ready? Let's do it. Talk. I was trying you know to what? harmonize. Harmonizing at the, end there. at the end there didn't work. Take two. Okay, Why not? Okay. Let's go. Hey, more passion. Okay, more passion. Okay. I got this. People, we've talked about it before, love the nostalgia, reminiscing about things of the past, days gone by. Uh, Something from the past and days gone by is coming back, and it's a good thing. It's not like, oh my God, are they seriously trying to make this work again? I hope they do. Uh, It's the Block Parent Program. Remember when you were younger, the little sign in the yeah, window? Yeah, the red and white sign. With the adult holding a little kid's hand. Yeah. It was very 60s, because that's when this whole program started, was like late 60s, early 70s. And it kind of dwindled off in the 90s for some reason. Uh, they're not really sure. Because but kids stopped playing outside, dang it. Maybe. No. Maybe was- kids didn't need adults anymore? I don't know. Regardless, um, apparently, since the pandemic began, there has been interest in a lot of different communities across Canada of people wanting to get the block parent going again. Well, it's just nice to see the sign. Yes. I think it's the comfort of just knowing, okay, there's a couple parents on every block that's just like, you can can come to us. It's okay, right? I think it's just having that sign for kids being like, okay, if worse comes to worse here, a worst case scenario situation, we can knock on their door. I kind of like that, right? It's a great program. And I don't know, maybe it would encourage kids to be out more, maybe. People say that all the time. I was just making a joke. Kids play outside all the time. Come to East College Park. Kids are always running around everywhere. Like, it's almost kind of annoying. Wow. <laughs> it's almost kind of annoying. They're all, gotta close your windows in East College Park because all the kids are on the streets just playing road hockey and doing all this stuff. Kids are still playing outside. Kids are still being kids, and that's why they probably need this again. So, I'm just wondering if we need to, like, make something like this for adults where it's like, hey, we like to party. Put that sign in your window and you could be like, hey, do you want to have a couple drinks after the kids go to bed? It's an upside down pineapple. That's what you... Not that kind of party. Hey, um, I didn't... Well, I did one year of university and I realized after that year, which wasn't even a full one, thank God, school was not for me. Um, That's why I'm in radio. (laughs) 
<laughs> but no, I just, I, I'm not a university kid. No. I just, I, I like to learn, but I don't learn well in a school setting, if that makes sense. I don't know. I went to a visit at the University of Toronto. They wanted me to play football for them back in the day, and I went on a visit, and 30 minutes in, I was like, no. See ya. Hard no. This is not for me. Univer- Some people just don't want to go to university, and that's totally fine. 100%. Plenty of other things to do. 100%. Some people thrive in university. Mm-hmm. Some people have like eight degrees. Good for you. If I could get a degree in rock and roll, I don't know. That sounds kind of exciting. There are 26 different rock and roll centered university courses that you can take across the U.S. So Possibly like, even into Canada. There's not like a rock and roll university with a bunch of courses you can take. It's like a bunch of random courses in the States or random universities in the States. It's not School of Rock okay. featuring Jack Black, gotcha. unfortunately. Okay. Just want to clear that up. Because that would be amazing. No, it's just different universities have these courses. Uh, you can, at the Tiffin University in Northern Ohio, take a college course on Rush. Why Which there? would be epic. Why not? But like, do they have any association with Rush at all? Or is it just like, yeah, let's just do a course on Rush. They're like, close I, to the border. I don't yeah, know if that like, makes any difference. I know University of Florida, they have a Tom Petty course. But that's because Tom Petty's from Florida. Okay. Right? So it makes sense to have it there. Lots of different ones, though. Uh, in Michigan, you can take an Iron Maiden course. You can take a Velvet Underground course at Cornell. And, like, the Allman Brothers bands. The Beach Boys. Like, a college university course on the Beach Boys? Imagine being one of those families that, like, really puts a lot of merit into university, right? There yep. are some families out there like, oh, where are you going to go to school? Where are you going? You're going abroad? What, what's happening? Imagine your kid goes out and gets a degree in Jane's addiction or something like that. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, uh, I majored in Rush, but I got a minor in Jane's addiction. I'm, uh, are you proud of me now, Dad? Wish you would have majored in Def Leppard. Oh. It's time for a new segment we're calling Insults or Compliments. Um, I'm going to hmm. read you a comment that someone left on one of our videos, Stacey. Okay. And you tell me if this is an insult or a compliment, because I've been thinking about this for three days and I still don't know. Uh, part one of the cover bands, if their names had to be the opposite of the band they cover, again, just rolls off the tongue. Absolutely. <laughs> it's uh, it's up on my TikTok, Clayton Croker. You can follow it if you want we to. We just say opposite bands. There you go. Opposite bands. Um, bunch of views, bunch of comments kind of going viral. Nice. No big deal. Look at us go. Edward McIntyre on TikTok said 35% of these are great. <laughs> insult. What's wrong with the other 65? Or compliment. Is it an insult or is it compliment? Because he liked 35% of them. I'd say an insult because if it was a compliment it'd be like 52%. <laughs> See, that's the thing. 35% of these are great. That's way too specific, bud. Way too specific. Did you add them up and like figure out the percentage? At the same time, good for us. Hey, 35%, not bad. It's not a pass. Room for improvement for sure. Definitely. It's not a pass, but if this was Major League Baseball, Stacey, if we hit 35% of the balls pitched to us, we'd be in the Hall of Fame. If we were hitting 350 in the majors, oh yeah, we'd be the best players in the league. So Okay, I'll take that. If it's baseball, rules compliment <laughs> if it's baseball anything else it's a pretty big insult 
time for another round of opposite cover bands. Yes. Let's pretend we live in a world where cover bands have to name themselves the complete opposite of the band they are covering. Yeah. This is round two of this, by the way. We did this last week. We had so much fun, we're doing it again. I'll start. Okay. Jimmy Eat World? No. It's Brock Poops Mars. <laughs> the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band? Nope. It's the Itty Bitty Grass Group. Modest Mouse? Nuh-uh. It's Cocky Rat. Thin Lizzy? Nope. Heavy Donna. <laughs> Heavy Donna! <laughs> oh, that's <sighs> that's fresh. Death Cab for Cutie? No, it's a live Uber for Ugly Person. <laughs> the Bee Gees? The Wasp Dees. Uh, Queens of the Stone Age? No, it's Kings of the Future. Nice. Uh, the Grateful Dead? The Thankless Living. Stained? No, it's clean. <laughs> Super Tramp. Not bad, lady. <laughs> Lifehouse. Nuh-uh, it's Death Shack. <laughs> the Flying Burrito Brothers? Nope, it's the Sitting Taco Sisters. Soundgarden? Nuh-uh, it's Mute Forest. <laughs> Hollow Notes? Room and Wait. Stone Temple Pilots? Nuh-uh, it's Wood Pub Drivers. <laughs> the Police? No, it's Mall Cops. <laughs> Jane's Addiction? Nuh-uh, it's Susan Rehab. Sex Pistols? No, it's the Chastity Bats. Just imagining like... <laughs> chastity Bats. Like uh, uh, a Catholic school assembly. Ladies and gentlemen, the Chastity it's Bats. It's the Chastity Bats to tell you how much fun Chastity is. <sighs> um, Good Charlotte? Nuh-uh. Bad Tiffany. Captain and Tennille? No, it's Private and Twyla. Theory of a Dead Man? Nuh-uh. It's Hypothesis of an Alive Woman. <laughs> Martha and the Muffins? Nope. It's Florence and the Bagels. Sugar Ray? Nuh-uh. This is Salt Walter. <laughs> oh, I have a Sugar Ray one. Salt Peter, but it's not as no, good. Salt Walter. Uh, Derek and the Dominoes? No. Travis and the Scrabbles. <laughs> 38 special? Nuh-uh. It's 72. Who cares? Rage Against the Machine? No. It's Sympathy with the Computer. The Killers? Nuh-uh. It's the Revivers. Bad Religion? No. It's Good Beliefs. The Chemical Brothers? Nuh-uh. It's the Organic Sisters. Matchbox 20? No. It's Zippo 15. The White Stripes? Nuh-uh. It's the Black Dots. Better Than Ezra? No. It is Not As Good As Dean. Dean's pretty sweet. Uh, Papa Roach, Mama Spider. Ugly Kid Joe, Cute Kid Sam. Puddle of Mud, Lake of Dirt. Marcy Playground, Stacy Skate Park. <laughs> I'm out. Will go, won't go. Butthole Surfers, Urethra Skaters. Jars of clay, bottles of water. You're done after that last one. Psychedelic furs, the plain leathers. Oh. The plain leathers. It's my nickname in high school. <laughs> I don't know. Happy Tuesday. It's Stacy and Clayton. That's right. It has its nice. own theme song now. Yeah. Downtown Arena Talk. You've probably seen uh, the two drawings, the artist's renderings of the uh, proposed locations for the downtown arena. One's by the City Yards. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the Yards. Let's go see the Blades play. Go to the Yards. Again, you can't say Blades in a Boston accent. You just say Blades. Just say Blades. Blades. <laughs> um, or uh, right by Midtown. The Midtown parking lot there by the Hilton. They also gave uh, some pros and cons for the locations. Mm-hmm. The Yards location 
location uh, a little more expensive than the Midtown location because the yards does have a lot of like existing facilities mm-hmm. on it, which would need some cleanup. So that's something to factor in. And the more practical option, obviously, the Midtown one. But if you want to go for the for the big project, right, the one with a lot of potential, it's the city yards. Mm-hmm. The safe option seems to be the Midtown one. I still think they should have put it where the Toys R Us is, but whatever. That's just me. Nice little river background, whatever. See, that's the thing. Everyone thinks that they have the oh, right yeah. idea with this downtown arena. And some people are still thinking, um, I got into a bit of an Instagram conversation with uh, a guy named Clay last night, and he was saying a lot of people just don't realize, like when they're like, you should just fix up Sastel Center. There's a lot that needs fixing there. If you go to a game, you're mm-hmm. on the surface. You go, you see, you leave. For the people who, like you said yourself, even with the blades, you see what's going on back behind the scenes. It needs a lot of work. It does need a little bit of a spruce up. Yeah. I think a renovation would be awesome out there, but it's just downtown arenas benefit everything downtown. Yeah. That's a thing, right? Exactly. It's not just an arena for sports and stuff. It's concerts. It's, it's an uh, entertainment district. It's the economy around the arena and everything like that. So it's like the trickle-down factor. It's not just the arena itself for the Blades, for the Rattlers, for the Rush. It's everything else that happens with it, right? Yeah. So uh, the one argument, too, is, well, we don't have a pro team. We don't have a hockey team. You know, like, who's going to be the permanent tenant? We kind of have, like, three teams that'll just yeah. rotate through the year, right? You got the Rush in the winter. Same with the Blades. They kind of have a staggered start. Mm-hmm. You got the Rattlers in the summer there. Concerts in between. Yep. PBR is always coming to town. That's the thing. Saskatoon, it's a host city. Host a lot of events. Yep. Downtown Arena could be awesome. The trickle-down effect for the economy. The other thing, too, is we get missed sometimes, uh, Sastel Center, for big concerts that Not come through. Not just sometimes, a lot of the time. Because we can't house the setup that mm-hmm. they want. If they have an amazing like stage setup, it might not work in Sastel Center. So they skip it and go to Calgary Edmonton. Mm-hmm. So Again, for the people who are like, well, we never get good shows here. Why get a downtown arena? Well, the downtown arena can attract the, the better shows. shows. And that has been another episode of Arena Talk. Arena Talk. Yeah, that's not going to get annoying at all. <laughs> Big day today. It is August 30th. And the pumpkin spice latte is back at Starbucks. Whatever you were, if you're on your way to work, turn around, hit up a Starbucks, go get your fix. Some people live for this day. Yeah, you're going to really need to warm up today. Need that pumpkin spice latte in your veins to warm you up. It's only 11 degrees right now, Clayton. It's cool. It's also like 8.20 in the morning. <laughs> That's true. Um, but yeah, people going bonkers. Um, I don't know. Like, is there... The McRib has a very weird following where anytime it comes back, people are like, oh my God, my mm-hmm. life is now good again. Yeah. The McRib is back. People wait for this day so much and they're just like, I have a pumpkin spice latte every day. I get it. They're delicious. They're very tasty. They're delightful. Like, guys out there, for whatever reason, have to flex their masculinity. I don't drink pumpkin spice lattes. I drink coffee, black, like a man. (laughs) 
Just admit you like it. The thicker, the better, the older, the better. If it's three-day-old in the microwave after, that's how some man should take his coffee. There's nothing wrong with enjoying a fancy coffee every once in a while. Some fancy flavors. You know what's even better is the cold brew pumpkin spice. That is delicious. Where they flavor the foam on top Mm -hmm. of the coffee. Yeah. Oh, my God. $9. Totally worth it. That's that's the the only thing thing about it. It's the price tag for me. Holy hell. The price tag is what gets it. It's like at least five bucks for a coffee. You can throw pumpkin spice in front of anything and charge $1.50 more. And it's fine. Well, you know what else this brings us? too is that season of where now pumpkin spice everything comes out mm-hmm. right and that's always hilarious because Pump- sometimes they're real and sometimes it's been photoshopped pumpkin spice margarine because I saw pumpkin, pumpkin spice condoms oh, and I wow. was like I feel like those would taste like crap you know pumpkin spice margarine is not that good for you you should always use pumpkin spice butter <laughs> yeah. on your toast okay it's nothing but chemicals in that pumpkin spice margarine um, I, I remember pumpkin spice skittles one year oh my god <laughs> it was getting out of hand it, it, it is out of hand I did see pumpkin spice jello but hey let people enjoy stuff yeah why not hating on pumpkin spice stuff kind of turned into like hating on Nickelback mm-hmm. people were doing it just because it was the cool thing to do. And they're deep down, they're probably just oh, jealous that they down, can't fully embrace the pumpkin spice lifestyle. Deep down, you want to put on a scarf and some Uggs and go walk down exactly. by the river and take some selfies. Don't lie. I cannot get chastity bats out of my head. <laughs> if you missed it earlier, don't worry. We did another uh, episode of Opposite Cover Bands. And what was, what was chastity bats again? Sex pistols. Hey kids, do you want to hear about how bad sex is? Please welcome the Chastity Bats. <laughs> the chastity Bats. <laughs> oh, oh man. Oh, just little <laughs> tiny bat virgins flying around everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, video will be up on the Facebook page in a bit. If you have no idea what we're talking about, just just watch the video, okay? Yeah. Um, I'm a big sports guy. Uh, I have a great collection of jerseys, but the older I get, the less jerseys I wear. Like when I was a kid, I was always rocking jerseys. I'd be wearing jerseys all the time. Now that I'm old and useless, Sean's the same way. Actually, I, I have a solid jersey collection. Yeah. Like I got a Toronto Blue Jays Joe Carter with the World Series logo Ooh. on it. It's a it's a mint jersey, right? I feel weird wearing a jersey like on a night out, like going to a concert or something like that. Are jerseys proper going out attire? Oh man, I it depends on where you're going and who you are. See, I think here's my argument. A nice retro baseball jersey looks great. It's fashionable. It mm-hmm. looks fantastic. I saw someone in an old school Ken Griffey Jr. Seattle Mariners jersey. Chris, It looked, no, it was like the blue and yellow one, though, from oh, his rookie yeah. year. It looked so good. It fit well. It wasn't baggy. Like, it just looked like a great, classy shirt, but yeah. it's, it's a jersey, right? What do you think about that? Like, I feel like the fit is one thing because a baseball jersey fits you nice. Mm-hmm. A soccer or football um, jersey fits you nice. Okay, yeah. Hockey one? are big and sacky. Can't be wearing a hockey jersey. Yeah, Especially think- when it's 31 degrees outside. You and some friends on a patio getting some apps. Or your sleeves are getting in the salsa of the nachos. You're just sweating buckets. Even if you, because like, let's say you were wearing a hockey jersey. Mm-hmm. Even if you like sized way down and wore yeah. a small one, that would also look weird. Hockey jerseys, you only wear those if you're going to like a hockey game. Yeah. You don't just wear one for the sake of wear it. It's the most uncomfortable of the jerseys. Unless you're Kevin Smith. 
Yeah, he does rock a mean hockey jersey. Some guys rock hockey jerseys and it looks great. Yeah. I think you need to have a little bit of a Randy Bobandy gut on you, though. <laughs> you can't be in shape and rock in a hockey jersey. But baseball jerseys, yeah. basketball jerseys in the summer, again, depending on the event. Well, yeah, rocking a tank top, yeah. letting the guns out. You're not going to be going to, like, I don't know, like a banquet rare in a Vince Carter. <laughs> no, you're going to the Sun, pub. Sun's out, guns out, baby. No one's watching the play, everyone. Is that guy wearing a basketball jersey to a play? <laughs> Shall we, Stace? Yes, we shall. All right, first one is from Trisha with a C. Um, Green Day, when I come around. She hears, I've heard it all before. Sell donuts at my door. to make of that one. That sounds great. Usually it like makes sense where we can make a little joke about it, but this one is just super random. <laughs> and it sounds amazing. Can you Does. imagine if it was like, ding dong, hi, I've got a dozen honey dip donuts here if you'd like them. Yes, please. I wish. <laughs> the actual lyrics, so don't knock down my door. Okay. The next one, this one's from Brandon with a B. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots Interstate Love Song. Brandon hears feeling like a ham and mustard shake. Feeling like a ham and mustard shake. Breakfast of champions. Fiona would love this. Best way to start your day right there. Just tangy, protein filled. Chunks of ham in there. Uh, anyways. You know, like the pulp and orange juice? Uh-huh. Ham Imagine pulp. Imagine it. <laughs> ham pulp. In mustard. <laughs> Ew. Anywho. With a straw. Uh, feeling like a hand in <laughs> rusted shame. Those are the lyrics. Feeling like a hand in rusted shame. <laughs> this last one is from Brent, Def Leppard, Rocket. Uh, I can't believe we haven't heard this one before. He hears Guitar Jones Nanny. Guitar Jones Nanny. Coolest nanny ever. Hey, Who's your nanny, Guitar Jones? Who should we get to watch the kids? Uh, Guitar Jones. Obviously. <laughs> <gasps> Anyone oh with God. a nickname where it's just their last name, Jones, yeah. right? Something Jones. That's a cool name right there. Uh, the actual lyrics, guitar, drums, light up. Guitar, Jones. It is Nanny for sure. Guitar Jones, nice to meet you. Wow, that's the coolest name ever. Coolest name ever. Um, <gasps> Call or text us with your uh, Cruise Confused lyrics. Doing this again on uh, Friday. Yes. Let's. I'm feeling like we're forgetting something. Mornings at cruisefm.com. There we go. That's yeah. the email. Stacey and Clayton. Weekday mornings 6 to 10 on Cruise.